second episode. Yeah, buddy. This is a thing now. Every week. We're doing it. This is like a second date. When's the last time you had one of those, Brandon? Or a first date, for that matter. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. They have to swipe right back on you, which doesn't happen for you because you're you. Oh, that would explain what's going wrong with Tinder. I thought <laughs> yeah, their app was broken. <laughs> Jeez. You keep contacting support. and They're like, no, man, we just don't want you on there. That's the most correspondence I've had on that stupid thing. So welcome to the Valley Boys. I am your host, Dave Weasel. Let's get this shit over with. Join with me is my sidekick, Brandon Collins. Oh, wait, sidekick now? Yeah, you've been uh, promoted. Holy shit. Yeah, last week you were uh, assistant. You weren't a total piece of shit this week. So now, congratulations, buddy. You've made it to my sidekick. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank That's you. That's me uh, sarcastically clapping for you. Aw, what a dick. So what's above sidekick? Well, nothing. That would be equal, which you'll never be. But maybe I can carve out a position for you. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to carve out her position. <laughs> See, I can't get too mad at you for doing a that's what she said, whatever the fuck dumb branded joke that you have, because I lasted, what, one minute before talking about cats in the first episode. So you're kind of forgiven on that. But you got to lay off those dumb ass fucking jokes. That's what she said. That's what the... Buffalo Wild Wings bartender said. Remember that? He said, no more branded jokes. Yeah, yo, he said it by proxy because I told it to the other bartender. The bartender started to tell it to that other guy. He's like, I don't want to hear any more branded jokes. Yeah, you found somebody who thought it was funny, but he did say that. He was like, I don't want to hear any more branded jokes. Yeah, I, I'm second generation asshole. That was impressive. You know what? That's why you're not getting any second dates. You are sacrificing sex for your dumb fucking jokes. Yeah, but those, those jokes are awesome. So it's worth it to you? Is that what it is? I, I The glory. You're walking around with this verbal chastity belt, and you're okay with that? Well, I mean, I jack off every night. But uh, Brandon. What? Don't put that in here. <laughs> That's not what she said. Oh, fuck! Dave. Brandon. Dave. Brandon, damn it. I didn't say you said that, Dave. I didn't say you said I said that, Brandon. Libtard. Conservative. That's it. That's it. I'm doing it. Don't you dare fart my microphone. The Valley Boys. So me and Brandon had a pretty eventful week. I would say that's about an accurate statement. Wednesday, we went to the LA Kings game, which was fucking awesome. I always love going yeah. to see them. Yeah, and I love going to the Kings, too, because I get to watch Dave watch his team lose. Hey, fuck you. You were wearing the jersey, bitch. I, yeah, I was wearing the jersey in the same way I would wear a, a suit to a funeral to support the bereaved. <laughs> well, you're a Pittsburgh Penguins fan. You got in at the time that they were winning. Okay? Yeah, I've been an L.A. Kings fan since the time they were in the shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you mean uh, the time that uh, Gretzky came on board? Was that the shit you're talking about? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Minus my Gretzky jersey. <laughs> Actually, I got two of them. Oh, well. So anyways, we went to the Kings game, and I got free tickets. Of course, they were way up in the shit seats. Uh, it, just a tip for anybody out there, if you're ever sitting up in the nosebleeds at a sporting event, go on StubHub right when you get to the venue and look for really good seats because they're going to be available. And then just move your ass down there. And that's what we did. Problem is, I went with Brandon, who yeah. has to be his... Homer Simpson Brandon self, because as soon what? as we sat down there, you were like, hey, these are way better seats than the ones we had way up there in the th in the 300 level. All right, but was I wrong? 
no, but you were announcing that these people are idiots for paying like $400 for those seats and how we paid nothing. And all it takes is for one person to be like, hey, you see those guys down there? They didn't pay for those seats. And the usher would be like, oh, you mean Gretzky and McSorley down there? They could tell right away. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, we, we could just hoof it to another section before they get their fat asses up. That's a nice thing is that most of those people are fatter than I was. So, Yeah, well, it's not football, Brandon. Hockey, hockey fans, I think, are in better shape than football fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. By, a, by a wide margin. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. All right, there's my Brandon joke. Yeah. It's like oh, wait, uh, that chlamydia. Was, that's kind of clever. Oh, it's like chlamydia? Let's hear it. No, no, no. Your, your joke. Uh, my, my, my jokes are like chlamydia. You, you just, before you know it, you're telling them. <sighs> Anyways. I gave you the... Uh, not only did he, did he announce that we were the riffraff that fluttered down into their bougie section. Again, not wrong. But he also had his piggy comments about the ice girls, the, the ladies who come out and shovel the ice between the periods. Uh, they they kind of skate along in, you know, nice little outfits, uh, plowing the ice. And Brandon had some dumb joke about it. I'm not going to repeat it because I'm not going to give him any type of credit. Oh, well, luckily, but. I'm right here to tell you exactly what it was. <clears throat> I responded, I wouldn't mind plowing them. Uh, see? Yes. And now, the worst part isn't that he just said it offhandedly to me. He announced it in front of everybody. With all the children going, what's plowing mean? Well, right, but if I didn't say it loud enough, then the girls on the ice couldn't hear me. Oh, yeah, you got to swipe right somehow, huh, buddy? It's as close as I'm getting. So you had a show at the Comedy Store last week. How'd that go for you, bud? No, it was pretty good. It was with Matt Reif's show, Low Key Upset. And uh, uh, what were you low key upset about? Oh, all kinds of shit. I'm not going to divulge it on the podcast. You got to come out and see it in person. Oh, shit. Yeah, which you didn't do because you're a fucking working man. <laughs> what an asshole I am, huh? <laughs> Trying to make a paycheck and not be homeless in L.A.? Fucking piece of shit. But yeah, it's a, it's an interesting event because how it works, the comics go up on stage, they do their set, and then after, yeah. the host, Matt and Paul, they go up and they sort of uh, riff with you a little bit, and it's more of a roasty riff. It was awesome. Um, the problem is we were going off about white trashiness you know inventing yeah. this character while we're riffing uh we came up with this kid named cody who has a rat tail and long dirty nails what, what was he from kentucky no he was uh just american uh, <laughs> fair enough all right and then uh, where did cody go on his journeys well it's that was the end of it because the oh. crowd kind of shut that down but why'd they shut it down well they were i'm not they weren't booing, but they were going, oh, oh, poor Cody. It's like, fuck, this Cody's not real. He doesn't yeah. exist. Right. But they were offended because we were mean to Cody, who, again, isn't fucking real. Look, I'll be honest, man. Like, that's how we're still doing shit in 2019. I can't say I have a whole lot of uh, <clears throat> hope for 2020 as far as uh, humor goes. I don't think humor is going to change. I think... Uh, the secondhand audience is going to change. Do you know what I mean by that? No. So the audiences that go to comedy clubs and pay money to see a comedian, some of them might not know what they're getting into and get offended by that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. No one fucking cares. But it's the secondhand audience, meaning 
hey, I saw this comedian. Here's what he was like. And then those people that hear about it are the ones getting offended and trying to get them in trouble, for lack of a better word. Gotcha. Okay. So what about guys like, say, Anthony Jeselnik? <laughs> That's a... Whom I love, by the way. I should Yeah, he's that. great. It's It's that he's sort of always been that way. You kind of know what you're getting into when you go to an Anthony Jeselnik show. Sure. And those that don't, that's part of the fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's nothing new, though. I mean, uh, you know, comes around every you know couple decades or so. Take Married with Children, for example. Ooh, so going way back. Going way back. So, yeah, back in the uh, the early 90s, like when they were mid-stride, yeah, they were starting to become real popular. Uh, there was this uh, woman in Michigan started this campaign against a show talking about the degeneracy and the immoral nature of it, blah, 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 and almost got the show canceled. So what do they do? Their response is to take that and turn it into an episode. <laughs> so it, it ended up being like Kelly, you know, uh, you know, she was uh, talking to this guy, uh, giving him details about her family, didn't realize the guy was a TV producer. And so next thing you know, they turn on this TV show and it's exactly them. You know, it's like different actors, obviously, but like pretty much the same type of clothes they would wear, same house and all that. As the Bundys? As the Bundys, yeah. As like Peas in a Pod was the name of the show within a show. And uh, it, uh, they all thought they were going to be rich. And then it got canceled after like the first episode. And then they asked why at the end of the episode. Ah, well, there's some woman in Michigan who didn't like it. Oh. So, <laughs> so that, yeah, they canceled the show within the show, you know, but it, it uh, faced a lot of scrutiny at the time. Now, looking back at that compared to like what's considered normal today as far as humor, Married with Children was pretty tame. Right. And uh, even at that exact same time, people were upset about The Simpsons. Yeah. There were, Bart Simpson is a bad influence on on young people, and he's t he's teaching kids to put their shoes too close to the door. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was it, what my mom said one time. Who the fuck told you to put your shoes this? Did Bart do it? <laughs> was it Bart Simpson? Did, did she? And use even the when word I was a fuck. kid, I was like, that is, that's that's not a that, that's a false equivalency. Yeah, but uh, yeah, at the same time, that was like yeah, Tipper Gore in between her uh, episodes of like trying to get uh, Judas Priest, you know, labeled uh, you know menace to society as well. Oh my God! And so it's not that we've come so far; we've just changed. And for some reason, it's targeted at humor. Even even though TV shows like that, it's done in the name of humor. Uh, it, it wasn't just that; it's, it was music. Yeah, like you said, Judas Priest uh, and Slayer, all that. In the all 80s. all those metal bands, Kiss, yeah. Knights in Satan's Service. I yeah. think they said it stood for. Then you get into the '90s, and then you got The Simpsons and Married with Children, and then now and Green yeah. Day. People yeah. were really against them. Someone wrote Billy Joel Armstrong a, a strongly worded letter about his <laughs> lyrics, and he got so pissed off about it that he wrote a song about breaking her teeth or some shit. I don't I don't remember the exact lyrics, but it was very angry. It was <laughs> yeah. on the Nimrod album. Uh, and that's that was his response. Fuck sure. you. I'm going to kill you. Sure. It's like, oh, wow. Oh, I, I thought you were like talking about the people angry up in uh, like Berkeley and all that, you know, about the fact oh, you sold out, man. Well, there's there's always going to be those people. <laughs> they did sell out. I mean, whatever. Well, but it, I, I happen to like their evolution. I've always liked Green Day. Yeah. And that's kind of Jesselnik's response. I mean, not fuck you. I'm going to break your teeth. But he's just whatever. I don't care. They're like, oh, you fucked that babies. And he's like, yep. Yeah, like his response to just go on doing what he's always been doing. Like I he think doesn't that's pay a, him any credence. That's a big part of it, though, isn't it? Uh, it yeah, I, I mean, it has to be. It's just don't respond or respond sarcastically. 
yeah. it's the second you show any type of remorse, even if you are remorseful, you can't do that if you're an entertainer. I'm not going to say comedian because it extends to all forms of, for lack of a better word, art. Yeah. Any any creative medium, if you have to apologize for something, or if somebody feels like you have to apologize for it, and you fucking do, you show weakness, and then they're gonna just go for the jugular. Oh yeah, yeah. Every uh, the whole cancer cancel culture. Sorry, <laughs> almost had a fraudulent slip, slip there. <laughs> I think that's uh, at least you didn't say fraudulent slip into your mom. Dave, that's just dirty. Why would I say anything lost. like that? So, Dave, let's play a little game called Let's Guess the Race of the People Offended. Oh, fuck. See, th- this is a lot better than your other game of Guess the Race of the Person That Cut Me Off in Traffic. But I'll say, people getting offended on behalf of everyone else, that is a white person thing. Uh, okay, well, uh, well, since you mentioned it, how about we play Guess the Race of the uh, no, Person That, that Cut Me Off in Traffic? No, wasn't no, no. where I was going with no, this. Hold, We're hold not on. playing this, Brandon. Uh, yeah, hold on. You All goddamn right. Trump supporter? Uh, okay, so they, uh, they, they were uh, riding my bumper. Oh my God! And then they uh, swerved over two Brandon, lanes. Stop. Uh, hold on, they, they swerved over two lanes, and then uh, ended up swerving back, going right next to me, and then tried to merge in my lane, uh, right next to me. Uh, guess the race. We're not playing this game, but what type of vehicle was it? Not that we're playing. Oh, it was, just, it was an SUV. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm like I said, I'm not, I'm not playing this game. Okay. I, uh, um, they didn't use their blinker. Brandon, stop. Uh, after getting back into their lane, they almost came Brandon. back to hit me again. Who, 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 who was it? Brandon, I'm not answering this. It was a white woman in a base model SUV. You're the racist for thinking it was somebody else. Oh, my God. No, that's uh, no, I wasn't even playing. But uh, yeah, him and ha, that's all I can hear. <laughs> God damn it, Brandon. We said we're not doing your stupid segment about guess the race. <laughs> You fucking right-wing conservative lunatic piece of shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, Mr. Uh, progressive Liptard over there. Yeah, sitting there, yeah, playing the game. Oh, yeah. I didn't play the game. I didn't guess. I didn't guess a single race. I asked for a detail. If you would have told me SUV ahead of time, I, I might have guessed white. Yeah, white people appropriate everything these days, including bad driving. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, What? No, 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 I'm just saying, like, it's, it, it's nothing new, but, like, you know, white people take on everything, you know, from music to entertainment to, uh, you know, uh, comedy in some cases, you know, and they try to make it their own so they can market and sell it, you know? That's nothing new. Right. Including being offended on behalf of everybody else. Oh. If you're yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, now, that one, uh, that one is fairly new, actually. That's white privilege. Yeah. Is electing yourself the one to get offended on behalf of everyone else when you're when you could be a i'm going to use comedy as an example just sort of my home field sure but you can get a white comic in a black audience telling here's the difference between black people and white people jokes yeah not intended to be racist intended to be observational and humorous and done out of love sure that's the trick yeah is you got to do it out of respect and love they fucking love it the audience could be dying of laughter. Yeah. You get one white person in there. Well, what the fuck? <laughs> how, I'm offended. How so what, dare you? If you're offended and everybody else is not, you are appropriating their plight and their struggles so that you could be the one acknowledged for being the one to say that is not what you should do. 
Yeah, and, and that's a pretty solid uh, uh, analogy too, because if you get a, like a five thousand uh, seat theater, you know, where a comedian's going, mm-hmm. and yeah, that one white person who's pissed off about whatever is going on on stage, that's probably a pretty accurate representation about like how the rest of America, per capita, you know, percentage wise, I guess, uh, would roll out into that feeling too. It's always a small minority that want to voice their opinions louder than everyone else and tell you how much, you know, this in disproportionately affects X race and how you should feel bad for it if you're a white person and enjoy it. Right. See, another guy that sort of gets a pass mostly because he's dead now is Ralphie May. Every couple of years, there's this video of him performing for a black audience where he's just destroying. And he's being racist as fuck. But... No one really complains about it. He's being raceless in a friendly way, not like a neo-Nazi, like, uh, you know, I hate all black people or all Jews type of way. But, yeah, it, it's friendly racism. And again, and, and that's when you when you watch the audience's reaction to the jokes he's telling, like you, you can tell, like you said, that like, you know, loving, you know, supporting way, you know, and it's like, I'm not being mean about this. I'm just making jokes. But and here's you, how we do shit and here's how you do shit. And it's different. And therefore, it's funny. It's not saying I'm better than you are. Right, exactly. Like, yeah, because then he'll follow that up with five minutes of fat jokes. You know, he had no problem making fun of himself. Right. Uh, you know, like, it would be like if if someone cloned me and then we made a podcast together, how fucking boring would that be? Any two people. Well, well I could fucking tell you how boring it'd be if you had two days ah, on one you. podcast. What? Hey, oh, I'm sorry. No one asked Brandon anything. Sorry, it's booze. It's booze. I, I, I love you, Dave. Ah. Kind of. Anyhow, uh, all right, let's just let's just get into the hypothetical situation. We had a little bit of a better response this time. Not a single turd in a toilet. Thank you, Internet, for that. Appreciate it. Uh, so this one comes from Gina or Gina. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was bad. That was from the 40-year-old virgin, but I read that as Gina. So anyways, <laughs> Gina says, Dave and Brandon are stranded on an island with 100 people. Everyone is looking to the two of you to run things. How would you, with different personality and political styles, run things? Not half bad. No, not better than last week. <laughs> so if we were on an island and there's 100 people, um, number one, if they're looking to the two of us, yeah, I would be in charge and you would be my sidekick, depending yeah. on the week. You might be the assistant. Okay, well, yeah, well, we've uh, already established that you're boring, so, yeah, you, you should probably be in charge just based on that alone. But, all right, Mr. Uh, leader, you know, I'm your assistant. What orders do you want me to carry out? Well, you got to make sure that everybody's pulling their fair share. Everybody does equal amounts of work. Everyone gets equal amounts of benefit to start. Well, I, I'm sorry, Dave, are you a Republican here? Is that what I'm hearing from across the table? Oh, well, I was worried you were going to call me a communist. If we're on a stranded, I, I would say that's more socialism. Uh, everyone does their fair share. Everyone puts in the same amount of work. Everyone gets the same amount of benefits. Are you saying that's a Republican belief? Uh, yeah, meritocracy, buddy. No, dude, that is a socialist belief. That's even pushing communism. It's actually pushing communism because our fat asses are in charge. Well, I mean, that's the other part. This is a hypothetical. No one would put us in charge. We'd be the first ones to figure out how to ferment the fruit into alcohol. And they'd be like, what are you doing? That's for us to eat. And we'd be like, everything's going to be fat. Okay, which reminds me. So my first order of business, and we have to figure out which ones we're going to cannibalize first. 
You're just going right for that. Well, we're on an island. Do we have any other food available other than Well, the we fruit? don't know. What if there's boar? There could be some boar. Okay, well, we send the people out to find the boar. Either A, we get the boar, or B, the boar kills the people and we eat the people. Problem solved. Not if the boars eat the people. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I would I would advise against cannibalism. That's why I would be in charge and not you. Because okay. I, I feel like if there's 100 people, they're going to vote for who they want out of the two of us. And if you're proposing cannibalism, you're going to have your... What's Trump's approval rating right now? 41%. You're going to have 41% so, some of the people. 61% something No, it's like not. That. No, not even close. Not even touching 60. Not, get over it, Brandon. He's at like 41 to 43. And that's the percentage of people you're going to have voting for you based on your cannibalistic platform. It's actually about 43 going up after the impeachment hearings are over. It's going to be about like 50. Anyhow, I'm sorry. Continue Oh, on, congratulations. Dave. He might have slightly fewer people that support him than oppose him because his uh what's the, what's the word disapproval his yeah. disapproval rating is way over 50 uh, uh, uh and always has been yeah it's so, so, something like that uh, not way over but yeah no it, uh, yeah so, it's over it's like significantly over oh yeah it's oh, way God. over his approval rating uh yeah, uh yeah i'll be laughing about this conversation uh you know in uh january of uh 2021 so anyways uh that's why people are going to want me in charge. Because if you're going to go up there talking about cannibalizing the weak, they're they're not they're, the weak people are going to vote for me. Oh damn it! That sounds democratic. What I'm trying to say, yes, is that I'm going to be in charge. Okay, and uh, get us all killed. Cool. Well, no, because I'm not going to wage war against uh, the other islands. <laughs> Those other islands had it coming, man. <laughs> They were there. They run things slightly different. We should go after those islands. Yeah. Not pool our resources together. Yeah, the, the, those other islands have more fruit that can be fermented for alcohol. <laughs> so we, we have to go and take it from them, right, Brandon? I, 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 basically. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, hey, so we're, 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 we're in agreement. Yeah. Now, No, no, no. That's Wait. not what I'm saying. Hey, oh. hey, don't do the thing that I do to you to me. <laughs> a taste of my own medicine. We're not doing that. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, what, what's your plan then? My, my plan is to figure out a rescue we're going to have a rescue mission, and we're going to have a survival mission. We're going to figure out exactly how we're going to last that long and how to get rescued, just like they did on Lost. Or the TV show 100. I've never seen that one. Uh, me either. Just another well, then don't, don't fucking bring it up. But Lost, it, we're, we're going to do exactly that. I've seen it. I've seen the whole thing. It was on ABC. And we're going to have a, uh, a a mission where people go out and try to find other islands, try and find somebody to rescue us. We're going to have a lot of fucking. Not, 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 you know with, what? not with this desert other, island doesn't sound so bad. Not yeah. me and you. No, yeah, no. Sicko. Um, we're not in prison. So. <laughs> Anyways, so. yeah, I would get people would vote for me and not you. Uh, okay, so... Uh, but wait, do we even put up a vote? Because th that wasn't specified. They just said that the people are already looking towards us. So I'm assuming that they're like, okay, you two are... Well, not the most handsome, but you two are the most... Well, not the most logical. Well, you two are the... I don't, I don't know why they would ever pick us in a million if, years. Maybe they're a bunch of, like, nine-year-olds. looked at us as the leaders, we're on an island full of fucking idiots in the first place. So we're basically fucked, is it? So it's just like America. Yeah, uh, There we go. Yeah, yeah, ferment that fruit and get that alcohol and uh, drink ourselves stupid till we die. So we're basically just Kentucky. 
So today I took an Uber and he told me a pretty good story about his own shitty driving. Okay, what was that? Uh, he's he said that because he, he was driving very aggressively, and I actually complimented on, him on that because that's the only way you're going to get around in L.A. Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, well one time there was a dude in the back seat and I forgot he was there. <laughs> All right. He's like, I had just come home from a barbecue or whatever the shit. He wasn't drunk or anything, but he's like, I had just come home from this family thing, and I decided to drive after I picked up this dude. Forgot he was back there, and I just started heading home and driving the way I normally do, uh, which is going to be more aggressive than if you're chauffeuring someone around. And the guy in the back seat was like, "Hey, man, that's my ex. What the fuck are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh shit, I'm sorry. I forgot you were back there." And he's like. But the whole time, I was driving like a complete jackass, and I was even talking to myself. You know the way that people do? Yeah. He's like, I was just, you know, I, he's like, I couldn't recite back what I was saying, but I was mumbling something along uh, to myself, and this guy had to sit back there and listen to this, watching me blow through his exit. And I said, so what happened? And he's like, I, the, the dude said, stop the car and let me out. And the dude complained to Uber. And they sent him a, a warning email type of thing, you know? Hey, don't be driving like that. Don't be talking to yourself when you're driving people <laughs> around. Yeah. But just uh, when, when I went to the comedy store last week, I took an Uber, and the guy was, he was in his 50s, and he's kind of doing this, uh, like on his, when we were on the actual freeway, he's doing a vroom, vroom, vroom thing on his, like he's making that noise with his mouth while he's holding the steering wheel pretending it's a motorcycle so whenever he'd speed up he'd go and do the throttle motion on the steering wheel and i'm watching this going what the fuck but i also didn't want to say anything because i was already kind of running a little bit late and he was driving very aggressively so we were going to get there a little bit sooner yeah um so that made me ask the internet for their crazy rideshare story and mostly stupid answers of course you can never trust the internet for anything but this one guy named tim he goes by Tim OSU2. He says, I used to drive. 2.36 a.m. I head to a bar and I see a guy I'm about to pick up. He's got a bloody face. He's evidently messed up. Ends up getting in my back seat by crawling in, laying on it like a dog. He goes on to tell me that he found his roommate slash best friend banging the shit out of his fiance in the kitchen when he got home early from work. His face was bloody because he got destroyed in a fight with a guy at the bar because he was getting made fun of for sobbing. I get to his apartment. I ask if he needs help getting in the car. And he says, nah, man, I'm great. He immediately face plants hard on the ice. His face is the bloodiest mess I have ever seen. Teeth missing, purple and red. I get out and help him up, try and walk him up to his apartment. It's like a baby giraffe. The man has no limbs at this point. He lights up a cig after dropping two of them. Mid stumbled to make things better. I get to his apartment after a solid 50 minutes, and the dude throws his wallet on the ground and says, Hey, man, take whatever's there. I look in, and I see a condom and a $10 bill. Which one do you think I took? Oh, a $10 bill. I buy a lot of condoms. <laughs> the guy says the condom. <laughs> and then I walked in and fucked his fiance. It's all true except the very last part. <laughs> ah, shit. All right, thanks for the answer, Tim. So my absolute horror story was with Uber uh, coming back from Hollywood. All right. This is a couple years ago. And so I'm going from Hollywood to Reseda. And the guy that picks me up, he's like a little standoffish, but not a jerk. 
you know, he's, I wasn't drunk. That's the thing. So I get in the car and he's just like, oh, you know, make sure you don't mess anything up. Okay. Yeah. We drive home. He's listening to classic rock, which is rare at an Uber. They usually listen to garbage. Yeah. And that's a, that's a far drive. It's like a half an hour drive, let's say. And I get home. Everything's fine. The next morning, I get a notification that I was charged $80 for a cleanup fee. What 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 for? Why? I email them, and I'm like, what for? And they're like, oh, the driver says that you urinated in his back seat. Dude, I was why, like, why did you piss in I his did, back? I didn't. Oh, I was certainly. I was. I I was like, no, no, no. This is a mistake. You you meant that for somebody else. I did not piss in the back seat of this guy's car. Yeah. And they sent me a picture that he sent them saying it was me. Now here's the thing. It was a it was a very small stream that started at the very top of the back seat. So around where the headrest is. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant like they sent a picture with you and you're like blitzed out in your face and you got your hog out taking a whiz on his back seat. No, no. To clarify, it was a picture of the aftermath, the quote unquote aftermath. (laughs) Okay. And it's at the the stream of quote unquote urine was starting at the very top of the of the seat and goes about halfway down and then stops. And I said, I just replied. I said, I did not do that. I didn't piss in his car and even if i did like in order to do that i'd have to pull my pants down position my dick at the top of the seat and then let out about 20 millimeters of urine and then stop it dead and be like sup i didn't do that well good thing the guy didn't have his fiance in the back seat (laughs) well that's my uber horror story as tame as it may be i got my money back everything was fine after that yeah, well, I'll tell you what you could have uh, taken an Uber to was uh, this upcoming uh, Friday, the 13th, at the Regent in Los Angeles, California. As I Lay Dying is going to be playing. Shout out to them, whoever the fuck they are. Oh, like 2006 Screamo Band? Well, uh, yeah, kind of, sort of, something like that. Uh, Why the fuck in, would I go and see them? Well, as, as far as bands with the term die or dying in the name goes... Uh, this one's a little different in the sense that the lead singer, Tim Lambesis, actually hired a hitman to uh, take out his wife. Jesus. And Yeah. He, and you just knew his name, ready to go. Is that your hero or something? You got I, a poster of him on the wall with a with a hole cut out on his mouth no. and, a, and a hole drilled in the wall behind it? I, uh, I, I kind of have this Rain Man thing where I remember random facts, and it happened to just be that, like, this dude... Uh, yeah, he got convicted in 2014 on. Uh, he was supposed to serve six years, felony. Uh, yeah, felony conviction, but he got for out drugs? in two and a half years. Huh? For drugs? No, no, no. For trying to have his wife killed. <laughs> what? No, no. He hired a hitman to kill his wife, and uh, the the screamer bad dude. Yes. Was he like a little wiener dude? No, 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 no. He he's like gotta, he's, he, he's big and jacked. Like if he wanted to, he could have killed her himself. Not that I'm endorsing that, but he could have if he wanted to. No, that's that's <laughs> that's not the point I'm making. It's like, why would he want his wife killed? Like, do you know who else did that? Was the drummer of ACDC. It wasn't his wife, but he also hired a hitman for uh, for for who? For I don't know some some guy that pissed him off. Might have been a dude who looked at him wrong. But well, he, he also, the drummer of AC, like the long time, I don't know his name, I'm not you, but he hired a hitman also to uh, kill somebody. Well, well, A, if you got ACDC money for one, but B, he 
piss off a member of the band and someone hires a hitman to kill you, I, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. You shouldn't have fucked with AD, ACDC. Rock and roll, man. But that's the thing. Like he, like you said, he's got ACDC money. You'd think you'd have enough of it to hire someone that'll keep their mouth shut. As I, did, as I lay dying, whatever the fuck they're called, yeah, yeah, I totally get. You, you got some cash, but you don't have enough cash to make sure everybody keeps their mouth shut. But yeah, I'm not going to that fucking concert. I'm not going to go and support that motherfucker. Fuck him. Well, I, I, there's going to be other people there. You, you wouldn't be the only degenerate. I, I'm not worried about me. I'm worried about that guy. I'm not supporting that band. I'm okay. not supporting a, a, a potential spouse murderer. Fuck him. Dave, I'm pretty sure he doesn't want to marry you. Well, I'm going to have to miss out on that band. Don't you have a band that you once upon a Son time a missed? Don't don't you, you, <laughs> you know exactly where I'm going I, with this? You Brandon missed out on a band. sucker. Yeah, Motorhead. <laughs> Yeah. You son of a bitch. No, yeah, let me tell you this story. All I wanted to ever see was Motorhead. That's all I wanted in life. If I could have seen that, I, I could have died right then. I would have been fucking happy. So I happened to go to the Gigantor in Denver back in, I don't know when the fuck it was, 2011, 2012, something like that. And it wasn't until I was already at the concert with Kuna Coil open, Volbeat open, and Volbeat comes on and says, hey, Motorhead isn't going to be here tonight. Lemmy has a uh, fucking throat infection. The fucking band announced that Motorhead's not going to be there? Yeah, fucking Volbeat announced that uh, Motorhead was not going to be there. Yeah, the fucking man who has a fucking diet of Jack and Cokes and cigarettes somehow managed to get a throat <laughs> infection. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, like once every five years this happens. He apparently. lived pretty long for a guy who lived that lifestyle. I, no, absolutely. He didn't look like he was in his 70s when he fucking died. You know, but so we found out that like me and the, the two people I was there with found out that Motorhead wasn't going to play. We looked at each other and like, uh, well, you guys want to hang out? And they're like, oh, fuck, let's get the fuck out of here. So like we left before Mo uh, Megadeth even took the fucking stage. So wait, Megadeth, Megadeth was going to be playing, and you guys left the festival that you were at. Yeah. You missed the headlining band. You didn't even want to just stick around and Co watch from the side. No, Motorhead was a co-headliner, mind you. Okay, but yeah. still, Megadeth is, you're there anyway. I like their music. I'll listen to it on occasion. Not a huge fan. I'll, I'll fucking admit that. I'm not a huge fan. I had no fucking desire to see Megadeth. I wanted to see goddamn Motorhead. Did you leave because you were mad? Well, the band that I went there to see wasn't going to be playing, so yeah. That's what I'm asking, I, yeah. I, Jesus Christ could have been coming on after Motorhead, and uh, I left because the actual Jesus Christ wasn't there. <laughs> you know, I got to see Motorhead. You son of a bitch. Yeah. And I think I told you this already. Uh, this was at the Burton Cummings Theater in Winnipeg in 2005. And I told you who was opening for them. One of the five opening bands. They had a whole shit ton of them. Yeah, you happen to fucking mention. The Another favorite band. Yeah, yours. fucking Three Inches of Blood out of <laughs> Vancouver, of Canada. Uh, for the second week in a row, shout out to my uh, West Coast Canadians. That's right, yeah. They were playing at, uh, at, the, at, the, at the Burt. I got to see... Three Inches of Blood, never heard of them before. I thought the singer kind of sounded like a witch mixed with uh, Judas Priest. They were cool. That's not an inaccurate description. Yeah, and then and then Motorhead came on. Lemmy was his same old Lemmy self. It was, uh, I got to say, it was a life-changing experience. I, 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 <laughs> I wish you could have seen them, but, you know, you're Brandon, so. Yeah, hey, uh, feel free to fuck yourself with a uh, rusty barbed wire dildo, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but, you know, I'll tell you what, though. Like, that's uh, I did get lucky in a couple other senses. So there were bands that I did get to see 
that I was happy I got to see before uh, they died. So I got to see Typo Negative about like a year before Peter Steele died. I got to see Heaven and Hell like a year and a half before uh, Dio got stomach cancer. Are these all metal bands? Have you not heard of Ronnie James Dio? No, I have. I, have I'm you asking, heard of Heaven and I'm Hell? I'm asking, are all you going to do is list metal bands? Well, I, the only concerts I've fucking been to other than like Randy Travis, all he does is get drunk and get into fights with cops in Texas. I'm nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. It gets thrown in the back of cop cars naked. There's a video. Go look it online. So is Three Inches of Blood done or something? Yeah, dude. They fucking like broke up. They did their final show a few years ago, and uh, they did like back-to-back shows in uh, like November, I think, in Vancouver. And uh, yeah, shout out to uh, Three Inches of Blood. If you ever wanted to get back together to do a reunion tour, old fat Brandon here would uh, certainly come out to support you in Los Angeles. Yeah, he takes up like three seats. It's like an airplane. They make him buy multiple tickets. <laughs> oh yeah, so you, yeah, you guaranteed got three seats sold right now. <laughs> you know. See, we should have called this podcast two fat guys calling each other fat. The the pot belly calling the kettle fat. Gee, uh, that, that that's a way better name than the Valley Boys, <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, three inches of three inches of blood came through Winnipeg all the fucking time because it's in the middle of nowhere. What, it doesn't matter how big of a band you are. If you're touring through Canada, you're going to stop in Winnipeg. Sure. And they always played at this place called the Albert, which I don't know if it's still up. I don't. I haven't kept up with it. It's always one of those things where is the Albert getting sold? Is the Albert closing down? Whatever. Every single show I've been to, I, I, I used to play in bands, and we performed there a few times. And no matter what, every time I've been in there, it's always been a hilarious experience. They well, One time there was a urinal that was out of order, but instead of putting a sign up, they just somebody removed it and it was on the floor. <laughs> and then there was a hole in the wall and everybody <laughs> was peeing in the hole in the wall as if it was a urinal. And there was always blood on the ceiling. That's the Albert. Well, what's the craziest thing you've seen at the Albert, though? Or that you know about happening at the Albert? Oh, God. The, well, there was a murder. There was a, there was a, a, a very... Like one of the worst murders that ever happened in Winnipeg, and that's that's well, kind well, of including while your while your band played. No, 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 oh. well, no, nothing ever happened with with when we played uh, at Dick's Dylan's. Not gonna sh- <laughs> shout out to that. You met him, Dick Rivers. Oh, oh yeah, that was yeah. A, that was a different thing. Well, what, a, what a dick. Yeah, no, nah, he's all right, but he's also a dick. His name isn't even Dick. It's it's or Richard. His name is Brian. Everybody just called him Dick. That his name is now. Dick Rivers. Sounds accurate. Shout out to that guy. He owes me 300 bucks because uh, he refused to pay my band on Remembrance Day because he couldn't charge the soldiers uh, door fee. So I said, oh, that's nice of you to just pay the band out of pocket. And he's like, well, I'm not paying you either. Uh, I got 300 soldiers in here all getting drunk. Whatever. Anyways, uh, the Albert had a very bad murder there. And it's one of the worst in Winnipeg history, including the Greyhound beheading, which didn't technically happen in Winnipeg. That was in I believe Portage La Prairie, which is outside of it, Winnipeg. It was like ten miles away, I think, outside of Winnipeg. A little bit, a little bit more yeah. than that, but it was. It, that's kind of Winnipeg sort of adopted that as a Winnipeg murder. Uh, but this one was in a hotel room. There, there was this dude. This is like I don't know, early mid two thousands. He killed uh, somebody in the room there, and he was apparently. Stabbed, beheaded, castrated, dismembered, and disemboweled in a in a hotel room there. What, what? Why did you do that to him, Dave? I didn't do oh, it. Oh, the I'm guy sorry. who did it is in jail, and oh. he's trying to appeal. I I'm, 
didn't Sorry. do any of that. The worst thing I did was I peed in a hole that was punched in the wall there. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. I well I I here's the thing: the guy is trying to uh, appeal those 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 hearings, uh, and of course they tell him to go fuck himself. Now here's the really creepy and gross part of that. So we, oh, we haven't reached the gre- creepy oh, and gross no. part now. No, no, no. Okay. we we reached the grisly part. But okay. where things get fucked up is his victim. They found they he removed all of his organs, and they never found any of them. And that's. That's reported by the CBC. That's uh, not like an urban legend. The uh, dude did all that shit to him, yeah. and they haven't found any of his organs. No one knows where his organs went. So, so how long did it take the authorities to find out that this happened, or to like find the suspect? Oh, I don't know any of that. I just know that they caught the guy right away, and, and he is in prison, thank God. But that's that's kind of the, the story of the Albert. Anyways, that's where Three Inches of Blood always played. <laughs> It was not an inaccurate name now, at least at one of the places I played. <laughs> no doubt, except for that would be like 300 inches of blood. No offense to the victims. <laughs> this is a family podcast, Brandon. <laughs> I don't know why you said that. You know goddamn well why I said that. Yeah, I'm looking this up. So... Yeah, he's trying to appeal all this based on errors made by the trial judge, including how jurors were instructed to consider the evidence. Dude, that's like, like it, it, but he may not he, be wrong, which is fucking nuts. Yeah, but you're not going to get out on a technicality. Not when you've disemboweled someone and they can't even find his fucking organs anyways. Speaking of Dick Rivers, uh, he said that he's going to be out in Palm Springs January 3rd through 8th, and... Just because we're us, he might be able to make a, a special appearance down here in L.A. and uh, slime up the streets for a day or two. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew that was coming. He sent me a message. I didn't even open it. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I don't know what that says, and I'll uh, reply, but you won't. But uh, you've known him longer, so I'll take your word for it. Yeah, fuck that guy. I will say this about him. Yes. He is, he is a lot like Howard Stern before Howard Stern, and him and I... I'm not I'm not going to get into it but we're looking at collaborating on a project together and it's so fucking it's such an amazing story that I'm kind of going along with it just to see just to have people shut it down and maybe <laughs> <laughs> well that's that's how it is when you're uh, a a screenwriter most uh, most of your shit gets shut down but occasionally something gets bought yeah and in in my case whenever I sell something it the longest I've gone before it's been shelved is 48 hours. So, is, is But I a, still get paid. So is being a screenwriter, being a sperm in the sack of a dude who had a vasectomy, but they tell you <laughs> that even like with a vasectomy, there's still like a 0.06% chance that like, you know, one of the swimmers can get through and knock, uh, you know, knock the broad up. And uh, like, that's what this is. It's more like you're a child. It's more like you've already made it through. Okay. And you're you've been born. Okay. But you had crackhead parents. <laughs> well, and while now you're, you're in the womb. <laughs> and now yeah, exactly. And now now you're in an orphanage. Yeah. 
and all the people coming through are like, we're looking for the same thing that we've already had for 20 years. <laughs> and you're like, I, I, I'm my own original thing. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> and then before you know it, you turn 18. <laughs> you're just thrown into the streets. <laughs> you're like, why did I think of Jurassic Park 17? <laughs> yeah, that's what being a screenwriter is like. All right, fair enough. Man, if if you're a writer or you want to be, the best thing to watch is The Simpsons. Like, even now? Yeah. Uh, well, the last few years, it's gotten better. Everybody likes to shit on new episodes of The Simpsons, but they've been doing that for, like, 15 years. Uh, the last five years, five, six years, have been very solid on The Simpsons, but nobody gives that credit. But if you if you want to watch, I'm, I'm not going to say the platform, but there's this brand new platform, a streaming platform that everybody's on, including me, and I've been watching it nonstop ever since it came out, that has The Simpsons. It's Disney+. Plus. I've been watching old Simpsons, and I'm like, my God. This is the best television that's ever been written, ever been produced. Every single square inch of it is just fucking perfect. And I used to think it was between uh, The Simpsons, between seasons three and six, a little bit season seven, a little bit season two, a little bit season eight, whatever. I'm into season eight, and, I, and I'm like, this is... I remember when it when it came out when I was a kid, and I appreciated it then. I appreciate it as I watched it through throughout my teenagers as an adult yeah man i used to buy them on dvd when they first started coming out as a teenager jesus i remember when how much did those cost you just out of like 50 bucks jesus in Canada. christ yeah dude and yeah, i job fuck shit i heard <laughs> dude so when i was a little kid yeah like age 10 there was uh, we we had a, a video cassette that we had recorded of maybe six simpson episodes when they had a marathon type thing yeah and we we paused it during the commercials you know so we had six Simpsons episodes that we could just watch continuously with no commercials. And they were from the early seasons. Like even it was when I was 10, they had a marathon, whatever. So when I was, you know, in my late teens, they released, they started releasing them on DVD All right. and it was, they started from the beginning in whatever, let's say 2002 or 2003, they released season one and I went out and fucking bought it. But and, and that would make sense because, like, you know, 50 Canadian would be about 35 U.S., you know, give or take. Yeah, that's huh. right. But that's 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 still going back to the early 2000s. So that would be like, what, 60, 70 bucks now? I don't I don't actually know the inflation rate. No, it, it might Wouldn't be, like be that 50 much. American now. But either way. Right. Yeah. And like, that's the thing. Like, I, I remember the Simpsons growing up in the 90s and shit, you know, watching those. That was the shit. Yeah. Like getting through the first like 10 seasons and all that. And uh you know, and then I got away from it, but then the movie came out, and I watched the movie. I'm like, oh, the fucking movie's great, you know? And, and I would watch some of the newer episodes here and there, including, the, like, the Family Guy crossover. I'm like, that's pretty cool, too. Uh, but that's, I, very, that's, that's very tongue-in-cheek, what it, they're doing there. And and they've been that way for a long time. <clears throat> but if you... If you're... <laughs> Brandon spilled his alcohol just now. All right, it's no big deal. It's just my fucking dining room floor, you piece of shit, and my nice... Dining room tablecloth. Yeah. It's red. Yeah. Brandon's the type of guy that when you know he's coming over, you got to bust out the barbecue silverware, just plastic knives and forks and paper plates. Anything from the dollar store will do. He's what we call in Canada a dumpster pig. Uh, isn't that Canadian's national animal, Dave? <laughs> no. <laughs> you, can't, <laughs> you can't judge the whole country based on me. 
Oh, I, I well, thank God for that. Yeah. So, anyways, back to the Simpsons and my boner for them. Yes. It's uh, like I said, I'm watching the earlier seasons where that's where you got to start. If you want to be a screenwriter, start with that shit. It's it's still good. This hate that they're getting from the la- from five years ago to the last to 15 years before that. If you're going to hate on that, whatever, you don't get it, you don't like it, that's your opinion. Right, right, right. Kind of like how, like, uh, after Nickelback released uh, no, Rockstar. No, 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 Like, no. there's no, no way oh, no, that you no, can no, top no. Rockstar. No. And so everything I'm that sorry, released sir. is good. No, no. Everything that released Stop is talking. good. But you are not talking anymore. I'm, I'm sorry. There is no Nickelback <laughs> with The Simpsons. You cannot say The Simpsons and Nickelback in the same sentence. Well, right, because Nickelback is better. I get that, but, you know. Sir. Sir. Sir, you do not speak that way in my house. I, I, I'm sorry, sir. You're in my house right now, and you are saying that Nickelback is better than The Simpsons? Well, I mean everything. Especially the old Simpsons, which we're trying to talk about right now, but you're talking about Nickelback? So, so, the sorry. shame I, of Canada? I, I, the I, pride I, of... Simpsons writers had a had a, a longtime writer and producer from Manitoba, Tim Long. Fucking genius, how, dude. How, how long did he last? Is he? It, how long did he last with The Simpsons? He's yeah. still there. Oh, is he? He's been with them for the for a long time. A lot of, a lot of the guys that uh, that were with them way back in the day are still there. We got we got Mike Scully, fucking genius. Yeah, he wrote a whole shit ton of great episodes. Uh, he's he's produced. He fantastic writer, also hilarious dude by the way, and very humble. Okay. Very nice guy. Not to get on his dick here. Uh, right. David Silverman. Yeah. Long, lo- same thing. Long time producer. Great fucking hilarious musician. He plays a tuba. Okay. Um, Michael Price. Yes. You might know him now. He's produced a whole shit ton of shit in uh, in conjunction with The Simpsons. He, he's made uh, F is for Family. Uh, yes, That's kind I've of heard. a big fucking dick, Bill Burr. Yeah, Netflix. Uh, yes, you can't yes. even get a, um, a meeting with Netflix if you're an A-list celebrity right now. Jesus Christ! To, to pitch a show. Well, m- maybe it's just they have a no Dave Weasel rule. Uh, who else we got? Uh, hey, oh, I'll tell you. Let, let me uh, name off uh, my favorite Simpsons writer, Mr. Conan O'Brien. That's right. Who wrote the Monorail episode? That's right. He's a fucking genius. He, uh, I think. It might have been that episode. It started off with uh, there's garbage everywhere, and a, and a and a moose was eating out of the garbage, which made me fucking laugh. Yeah, made you made you feel right back home in Manitoba, didn't it, buddy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. With Tim Long. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Conan O'Brien, another Mick. But yeah, you want to get another what? Brandon, Pat, Pat, Patty. We Don, don't we don't Don, say donkey. slurs. That's right. It's, it's, shit. Sorry. We um, don't say slurs against white people either. Uh, yeah, yeah, potato sucking Irishman. God, shit, I, I'm sorry. Maybe, we, maybe we should just move on. All right, so it's Tuesday night. Are you missing out on some bullshit wrestling WWF thing? No, no, no. Have you know that? Uh, well, the stupid bullshit WWF thing is Monday and Friday nights now because they apparently hired idiots to write for them. They they didn't hire them. Uh, so you acknowledge prices. that there's writers? Yeah. Yeah, no, there never used to be though. Like it used to be Vince McMahon and like two or three other dudes. They would write the fucking show, and then like they would give the wrestlers talking points. Like here, go say this. You know, like go hit on these three things. But you acknowledge that there's writers though. It's it'd be no. like being into the World Series, but yeah. they have a team of writers who determine how it's gonna finish. I, I, right. Yeah. Here, here's the thing with the wrestling that everybody wants to talk shit about. They still have the athletic aptitude 
that is required of any sport, right? They still go out and have to perform athletic maneuvers in front of people just the way any other sport does. The only thing that has changed is the ending. It's predetermined. However, whether that's in uh, pro wrestling or it's been done in boxing, which boxing matches have been fixed, you still have to have the athletic prowess to go out there and perform you know, in whatever endeavor it is. So it's combining a soap opera with gymnastics. Sure. Yeah, in a way, it's entertainment, man. Like, uh, you know, uh, and, and that's the thing. I, I think you said something along the lines last week about like how, uh, you know, it's like, oh, you know, why, why, why the fuck would people watch this? You know, shit like that. And it's like, it, it's entertainment. It's like anything else, you know, whether it's a good movie, whether it's a bad B movie, whether it's a good TV show, whether it's a purposely, you know, shitty TV show or whether it's a TV show like The Simpsons where they purposely, you know, you know, make it as sarcastic and uh, ironic as possible. It's entertainment. Yeah, I get it. Like determining who's going to win the, the wrestling belt thing is the same as who shot Mr. Burns. It's the you same. Know Mr. Burns wasn't actually shot. Right, exactly. In the same sense that you're trying to like draw people into the whole like story of what's going on. Who shot Mr. Burns? I get it, except my my problem with it is that wrestling is so fucking stupid. Like I'm sorry, but I don't maybe it's just I don't get it. I sure. see and, and a lot of people like the people who do they, they fucking love it. The people who don't, don't. There seems to be no in between. You know, like... You'll, like you'll, your favorite band, Nickelback. Uh, yeah, like exactly. Like, they've sold 50 million uh, albums worldwide. And the fact that people like you are like, I don't fucking get it, you, you know? And it's that's not just fine. me. It's critics. It's everybody. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's let's trust the critics when it comes to what's uh, you know good or not. According to the critics, Joker was a bad movie. Did you enjoy Joker, Dave? I fucking loved it. OK, so let's throw the fucking critics out of the equation here. Uh, uh, name something that you liked uh, that other people fucking hated, regardless of the critics. That I like that people hate. Yes. I can't think of a single thing. Uh, uh, really nothing at all maybe being a man and loving cats as much as I do. Everyone calls me a crazy cat lady. Maybe that counts. R right, I, right. I've called you crazy cat lady before, too. So, yeah. You did on the podcast last week. Oh, 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 yeah. The only other podcast we've done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I've called you uh, yeah, crazy cat lady because, yeah, you're a crazy cat lady. Um, so there's that aspect of it. However, well, you're yeah. a crazy wrestling lady. I'm crazy wrestling. You're lady. an aspiring pro wrestler yourself. Well, I well, so that's what you want to do. Like we're talking if there was a, a genie, here's a hypothetical. A genie pops out of a bottle and says yeah. you can be anything you want to be. Yeah. You would pick pro wrestler. Am I wrong? Yeah, I, I, I would. I here, Here's the thing. And don't get sentimental on me, you son of a bitch, because this is the only time this might happen. If I could go back to my late teens, early 20s and be a pro wrestler, but still know Dave Weasel. I would. Hmm. Well, I, I got to tell you, it's not too late. There's a lot of dudes in their 30s that get into it. Wasn't there someone even older? No. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page. He was 35. Batista, he was in his mid-30s. There were plenty of guys who got into wrestling, pro wrestling when they were in their 30s. See, it's not too late. You're a, you've got a look to you. There's no question. You're a marketable guy. <laughs> I told you you were checking out my body. <laughs> it's hard not to you take up a lot of space 
And so everybody's like, who is this fucking giant bearded, long haired fool? Yes. Uh, yeah. But you do have you do have that. Uh, it, it, I, I'm not a wrestling promoter. I don't know what they're actually looking for, but I do know that if you were to get into it, you could develop a character. Just and I'm I'm speaking only as a screenwriter. You sure. yourself are are a character, and you have the persona, you have the charisma, you're relatively well liked in certain circles, I guess. Yeah, the people who don't know me. But you're you're also very polarizing, the way that you kind of would need to be if you're going to be a pro wrestler. Like with you, I'd be a natural heel. You either love Brandon Collins or you fucking hate him. I personally fucking hate him. But that's that's what you need to be to be a pro wrestler. Am I wrong or am I way out in left field? No, 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 no. You're absolutely right. If you have one niche thing that you can draw people to in pro wrestling you have yourself a fucking meal ticket. If you can get people to hate you all day long. Well, that's you. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. And all I have to do is wake up in the morning. And yeah. And that's all. Your I wrestling name should be Swipe Left. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that means I ain't getting any female valets. Uh, <laughs> so, but uh, yeah. But you no, could do it. So why don't you? Why don't you get your ass out there and... Do what it takes to become a pro wrestler. Yeah, I am doing what it takes, you know. And, uh, yeah, when I get out there, uh, I'm going to uh, soak up all the sweat off my body, and I'm going to throw it to you down in the front row when you're sitting there watching me do it. That's right. I will be there front and center. When you're a pro wrestler, I'll be there the one yelling, this is fake. I will make sure that I take that cloth and put it down my crotch before I throw it at you. <laughs> oh, God. And then tell me how fake it is, buddy. <laughs> I'll be like, the ball sweat is real, everyone. They really are hustling out there. Also, I have to throw up. Yeah, man. Like, uh, you know, I, I, I got to get myself in better shape. Uh, you Obviously. Know. Hey, you son of a fucking bitch. Uh, you got to get in better shape to walk up the stairs. But actually, you can throw down. I'll give you that. You're pretty quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would not want to mess with you. Yeah. I am significantly more cocky when we're out together <laughs> yeah. than I am by with anybody else. I'm like, uh, oh, I got a big mouth. It's okay. What are you going to do? Brandon's here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as a fat guy, I actually move pretty quick. So yeah, I, I do have that going for me. Do you but, remember when I was uh, en uh, encouraging you to do this before we were at a bar and I, and I was kind of drunk? I was like, you just got to get there and wrestle. Like, you just got to fucking throw a bitch down. Everybody looked at me when I said that because they thought I was talking about sex, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we were at the fucking Copper Bucket. I remember that conversation well, as a matter God, of fact. the Copper Bucket. Or, uh, yeah, well, yeah, you'll hear some stories about that place coming up. It's like but, the Albert of Reseda, of yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, that, that sounds about accurate. There was a huge hole in the ceiling there, the same way there is at the Albert. Yeah. Mind I, you, I don't think anybody got, oh, someone did get murdered there. Yeah, someone get murdered there. I, I think it's shot there. I don't know? know if anybody tried to take a piss Not in the ceiling. Not disemboweled. No. No, they have a weird bathroom where the men's room is just one room, one tiny little room with a urinal, a toilet, and a sink, and everybody just pees in all three. Well, I mean, why waste... Shout out to the copper bucket. Shout out to the copper bucket. Why waste a sink when it's uh, going down to the same place as a toilet and the urinal anyways? Well, we're getting 
fairly close to the end here, Brandon. We did it. That's what she said. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Dude, you made it most of the... It's, it's been almost an hour. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And you're gagging over your own joke, dude. Getting close to the end. That's what makes you gag. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're wheezing, buddy. You're going to have to be called Weasel now. <laughs> Fucking Christ, buddy. You're just, you're just so pleased with yourself right now. <laughs> you're laughing like a goddamn jackal, like a big fat jackal. The fact that you're more angry at me makes me happier than anything. <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm just, I'm disappointed. Okay. <laughs> now you sound like my parents. Speaking of which, Dirty Harry's hitting up L.A. in a couple weeks. Or not even, right? In a week? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Going to be here on the uh, yeah, 22nd through the 29th. So Brandon's dad is a very hardcore Trump supporter. And it's hilarious. I, I've, we're friends on Facebook. He calls me Brother Dave. I like him just fine. But, man, he posts some funny shit about how Trump is the greatest president and person. Would you guys want to hear... Brandon Collins' father, Dirty Harry, on the podcast with us. Let us know on the internet. We're all over that Valley Boys pod on Twitter. Let us know. We got open DMs, which is always a mistake. That's how you get toilets and turds sent to you. Uh, if you want to see Dirty Harry, let us know. I think that's about it, buddy. I think episode two is in the can. I'd give it to her in the Don't. can. <laughs> I fucking... I didn't do that on purpose. I didn't do that on purpose, but I did... I did throw it at the backboard for you, and you just slammed it in. I, I, I'd fucking throw fucking her against no, the backboard and slam it in. <laughs> See what I mean? This is this is they call you uh, incels. <laughs> I I would put it in her cell. <laughs> God, dude, you're gonna have a heart attack. Listen to that wheeze. You sound worse than I do, and I'm a smoker. Uh, you would love to have had a heart attack because you can top out all your liberal bullshit. Right. Well, we are the Valley Boys. We are. Signing out from Reseda, California. Whoop, I'm Dave whoop. Weasel. That's Brandon Collins. Yep, yep. Good night, you motherfuckers. See you later.